Wonderful. Well, good evening again, everyone. Lovely to see you. Hope you're enjoying. It's been a bit more sunnier today, so uh, trust you've had a good afternoon outside, not caught by the rain. But it is lovely to be able to carry on this series. If you're new to the church, um, we are looking at a series called Sharing Jesus. And Tonight, we're looking at the theme of a better story. Last week, we looked at our story, basically reflected on our own testimonies, and we had the opportunity to share that and to think about a structure to that. And hopefully, as you shared your story, you realized that what God has done in your life is pretty amazing and that you are an interesting person. Don't get big-headed about it, but hopefully, you realize that you have a powerful testimony. And this week we're looking at a better story. And we're really thinking about how do we share Jesus so people, first of all, see the most amazing story ever. But they, but they don't see it in a kind of fairy tale way. That, oh, that's a really nice story and happily ever after. And that's kind of it. But how do people see the gospel as actually a story that can make sense of their life, um, a story that really acknowledges the longings of every human's heart, their desires, uh, a story that makes sense of the brokenness, of the issues going wrong in our society, uh, in communities and then across the world. How do they have the Christian story as something that really resonates to them and is the ultimate story. It makes sense of their life, everything in all of existence. So a really easy task for me tonight in a few minutes. But I'm really, I believe very strongly, and just think about this for a moment, I don't think there's a human alive that can live for too long without purpose. I think it's very hard to live without meaning and people that have no meaning and dwell of that, dwell on that, end up doing some pretty horrible things either to themselves or to others. And they say, you know, there's no meaning to any of this. So we all have meaning, we all have a purpose and it is in the story of the Bible, the story of the good news about Jesus that we find ultimately what our purpose is. For living. As um, Augustine said, a quote I'm sure you've heard, our hearts are restless until they find rest in you, O God. Um, now the reality is, if we get the next slide up, I think most people in our world know, especially in the UK, know the, the basics of the Christian story. It's not that there's a lack of familiarity with Jesus, his life, his death, and his resurrection. I remember when I did my RE GCSE, he had a few very basic one-word answer questions before you got onto your more essay questions. And the first question was, what did Jesus die on? And I, I doubt there was anyone that year who got that question wrong. I mean, maybe there was. Um, but these are things, and 
speaking to the schoolmates, they, they know the basics of the fact that Jesus died on the cross. But the problem, surely, is people see it as an event that happened, whether or not it was actually true is another question. And people see that it has very little relevance to their life, to what's going on in the busyness of life, the stressfulness of life. Hearing about a man that people followed, they followed him to, they followed them to his death, and then there were sort of stories about him coming back to life and uh, relating it to their story. Or they see it as something that's oppressive, um, a faith that's not been good for the world. If we go to the next slide, has anyone seen this film? A classic of the early 2000s. Yes, man. And I think it embraces the kind of expressive individualism um, that we really believe. In the UK today, Jim Carrey basically makes a resolution that for everything presented to him, he will say yes to it. And it ends up having an arranged marriage and all sorts of weird and wacky things. But it's all about unlocking opportunity. And it's all about uh, being able to embrace life. And in, in contrast to this, Christianity is so uh, often painted as the person who is the no-man. Especially someone like Paul in the New Testament who gives all these prohibitions of what you uh, can't do as a Christian. And this kind of thing. And um, really with expressive individualism, this whole narrative, this story that we live out. Be who you want to be. It's all about expressing what's in here. Live out your truth. Do what feels right for you. And we hear these things all the time in different mottos, in different places, and even when we're not hearing it, it's clearly what people are trying to live out. And I mentioned a few weeks ago, if you were here, we were having some questions about scenarios of sharing the good news, and I shared about the fact when I sat down with someone um, who's gay, and when I uh, talked about my faith, and knowing that I had um, conservative views on sexuality, and we've obviously covered the church's views in previous weeks, they said, how is this good news for me? Because looking at their lifestyle, looking at a prohibition on their desires that they can't live out and be in a same-sex relationship, how can that be a better story? Um, the other day, just a neighbor a couple doors down who was training to be a vicar, now describes herself as an inclusive evangelical and wrote quite a long um, feed on, on her Instagram. She just visited um, Pride for Surrey. And uh, not to share too, much, too many details about it, but she, she laid out what, in terms of the heart, seemed a very compelling story. She was saying, I can bless a bench, which is a bit of an odd thing that apparently you can do in the Anglican church, and yet I can't bless a couple in a same-sex relationship who are committed, who love each other, and, and, all this, and all this kind of narrative. And I don't want to talk about sex and sexuality too much, but I think it's, it really puts across the challenge for us as Christians that we, we can't really just react by saying in those kind of scenarios, yeah, but the Bible says this. It's not really the... Although, of course, that is part of the answer, it's not making the compelling case 
of a better story to the alternatives of how people live out in the world. So that's basically what we're getting at this evening. What are the stories in our culture and how can the Christian story be the one that ultimately makes sense of people's lives? Stories are powerful and God believes in stories. Um, I think 75% of the Bible is narrative, is stories. That's how God gives us his word. We talk about it being a textbook sometimes. It doesn't read as a very good textbook because you don't just get a long list of rules and if you do this, life will go well. There's a bit of that, but generally it's story after story. And how did Jesus teach? Primarily, he taught in parables, metaphors, metaphorical stories. So stories are really important. In our society, we love our movies. A few of us like reading books and novels. I'm going on holiday this week and I was just looking at what books do I pack, what stories am I going to escape into as I escape away from the story of church life into Narnia or whatever else I might reread over that time. We love our stories. Um, if we go to the next slide, I want us to get to discuss something that uh, this guy, um, Joshua Chat. Straws, never known how to say his name, Chat Raws, um, talks about something called inside out evangelism. And this is basically in evangelism the importance of beginning with people's stories and beginning really with what they deeply believe, what they long for, what are the desires of their heart, what are they striving for in life. So if we go on to the next slide, let's have a bit of discussion about this. And uh, don't make this abstract, really do think about family members, friends that don't know Jesus, um, what would they, by looking at their life, or if you were to sit down and they really were honest with you about the principles that are dictating how they live, what would they say? What is the image of the good life for them? So you can either answer that or, and you might have time to do both, what would they say the meaning of life is? I'm sure they wouldn't come out with some long philosophical answer but by the way they live what are they desiring and longing for what are the stories that people tell themselves about what life is all about and where we find meaning so in groups of three or four why don't you just have a chat about that for a couple of minutes wonderful here's a few things i put really because i focus on the meaning of life so if we go to the next slide and, uh, yeah, we, we talked about freedom, happiness. It's the whole Pharrell Williams thing, isn't it? Clap along if you feel like happiness is whatever he says. And then to be appreciated. I mean, I don't think anyone would say that, but, uh, yeah, these reflected on what you were saying. So we need to think about how we would counter some of these things with the Christian narrative, how we would... Cause the whole problem with evangelism is if we just seem to be going out to say to people, yeah, basically everything about your lifestyle is wrong and you need Jesus, you might get someone's back up and that's not good. And actually, it's not true because there's so much that's going on in someone's life that is good. That this person, though they're marred by sin, though it's polluted, you know, the whole of the human race, 
There's evidences of the fact they're in God's image. They're pursuing really good, maybe noble things. So this is where we've got to make sure that we are telling it as a story, not just well, how you morally live your life is not as good as the Christian bunch of moral rules. And that isn't going to work at all. So on that, if we go to the next slide. So there was a, a psychologist, a social psychologist called Roy buys mister and he talked about when it comes to the human quest for meaning to receive satisfaction these themes really encompass everything so the question about identity everyone is looking at who am i value do i matter purpose why am i here and then agency that is a massive thing in British society. It's all about freedom and how, as an individual, as a free agent, how can I make a difference? How can my life, when it ends, however many years it's been, can I say I've had an impact? So I've looked at that, and it's really good if you think about those questions. I can get these slides too. If you want to take a picture, you can. Hopefully you can just take a mental note. Because... There are so many avenues we can go down. I didn't want to make this talk about, sometimes you hear a preacher and they put it so well and then you can't really then apply it to your own situation. Now, I certainly am not going to put anything, well, I'm not putting myself as that sort of preacher, but I know when I look at other preachers and they articulate something so well and then you're in the office and even if it was presented with the exact same uh, question, you don't give the same answer and it, it just seems to be fall apart and it just seems like you're kind of parroting on what you've heard and, and wanting to copy. So really use this as a framework. These are the questions people are asking in their subconsciousness as they're living out their life. So start to think about how you would start to answer those things. And I did that for a few minutes and this is what I came up with. And these are things just as I've... That's a cue to go to the next slide. Without me saying the next slide, but I will say it now. Here we are, and hopefully you can see that. So in terms of presenting, why is being a Christian the best thing ever? Why is the gospel story good news in every situation? Well, there, here are a few things of which it can answer some of those things. The Christian life is the story of following Jesus who can provide satisfaction that is not based on circumstances. Is that true? I mean, when I, um, I've got a young uh, three-year-old, when you blow bubbles and then Hudson puts his hand out and he grasps the bubble and there's that sense of which that excitement, it goes like that and just to think about how we live life and once we receive something we then want the next thing it's the whole thing with the rolling stones i can't get no satisfaction and we are in that world and actually getting people